Welcome back to Tech Talk. This is Jess Kelly with you here on News Talk. Now, as we covered back in January, the annual Consumer Electronics Show takes place every year in Las Vegas. Back in 2019, when I was walking around the Las Vegas Convention Center, one company caught my eye because it was gaining real interest from a ton of people there. And it turns out it was an Irish company called Bionic Gym. And I'm delighted to say the man behind it joins me now all these years later. Uh, Dr. Louis Crow, thank you so much for joining us here on News Talk. Uh, can you just introduce us to Bionic Gym? Yeah, that, that CES uh, show was, was really quite crazy. We were showing off uh, Bionic Gym uh, for the first time in public, really. And uh, what Bionic Gym is, it's, it's an exercise device. Uh, people might be familiar with some of these kind of app-type stimulators and toners. It's like that, except extraordinarily effective. We've got an app that you control on your phone, and there's a wrap that goes around your legs. And uh, within this wrap, there are electrodes and we send electrical impulses to contract the legs. Now, obviously, you know, if you're just contracting lightly, that doesn't do very much. But we've got developed technology such as it's become really effective. You know, you can do I, in CES there that day, I think I did the equivalent of running the marathon. I was quite exhausted at the end of the day. Uh, just with this technology uh, on my legs, causing my legs to contract in a rhythmic way. Uh, what, we, what the idea behind the kind of uh, innovation is essentially uh, shivering is nature's hack to burn calories. And so it, you shiver when you want to warm up and a calorie is just a term of heat. So when na nature's evolved to kind of burn, uh, to generate heat, you shiver. And so we kind of mimicked that because it, this maximizes the uh, energy consumption. And if you're burning enough calories, that's essentially exercise. Uh, you, you do it rigorously enough, and we can do this with this tech now. You know, you'll be sweating, you'll be breathless, your heart is racing. So, uh, uh, yeah, so we see, yes, was really the first time we kind of put it out there uh, for people to look and see in, in the real world. Yeah, I'm someone who I suppose loves the idea of working out, maybe loves the feeling of the aftermath and so on. But one of the biggest barriers is the motivation to put the gear on and get out the door. Some people might say that your solution is almost too good to be true, but you do have science and data to back it all up, right? Uh, yes. And not only that, but uh, this product has been in gestation for kind of 20 years. So uh, originally started with BMR in, uh, in the west of Ireland, in Galway. And then we did a big project with uh, UCD and uh, there in the Department of Physiotherapy and Sport, uh, Institute of Sport. And we did a lot of kind of proper clinical controlled studies. And uh, so we find people's heart rate would obviously go up, their calorie consumption would go up, but they'd also train. Uh, and this training had a typical training effect for aerobic exercise. Aerobic fitness uh, improved dramatically as well. They'd need, they were using maybe five times a week for uh, six weeks. Uh, we studied particular populations as well. And this all went from people with spinal cord injury. So with some people who couldn't uh, exercise at all because uh, with their legs, say, they hadn't moved them in 15 years. And we were able to activate and train this muscle up and then train with this muscle such as uh, their aerobic fitness improved, they were burning calories. Uh, 
And then we did tested it on people who are overweight and tested on people with diabetes. Uh, the diabetes is something I'm kind of really kind of interested and proud of. I, I have to confess, we, we think we have a huge application there. Uh, and then we tested on kind of normal people. Uh, we even tested it with the kind of uh, European Space Agency. Uh, they, they were interested because we, we can't really go to kind of Mars and come back again uh, without a body disintegrating. So we need to find a good way to exercise in space that doesn't really involve gravity. And, you know, there are these centrifugal treadmills that are costly and they weigh a lot and take up a lot of space. But you could also use Bionic Gym. And we found this in the parabolic flights where we're in, in zero gravity, shaking away and burning calories. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, the, the science is all there. We've published papers, uh, peer-reviewed journals with kind of professors in lots of different universities. So, uh, so it's pretty good. In terms of overall fitness and well-being, you mentioned there about aerobic fitness, but what about strength and conditioning? Like, is Bionic Gym something that should be used alongside other fitness things or does it stand alone as a product? Uh, so they're different. The, the product is kind of for everybody. And what we found in niche is a lot of people are particularly interested in its weight loss applications. And uh, I, we can come back to that later. But in relation to kind of uh, strength as such, one of our studies, we, we measure people's strength and it's improved. But we don't really, I think it's in terms of like uh, cycling. If you want to build muscle bulk, you'd probably just do weights and that's great. And we recommend that. But if you, uh, but cycling obviously increases people's strength and professional cyclists or people cycling an awful lot obviously have good, strong, toned, fit legs. And our kind of product is in a kind of similar category uh, with particular advantages and disadvantages. But uh, that's the way we kind of do, do the comparison. If you just want pure bulk, with the technology we've released to date, uh, we, you know, just go and do some weights. But if you want to get the benefits of, say, similar to, exercise, to cycling, say, or vigorous uh, aerobic exercise, uh, <clears throat> use Barnett Gym. Is the equipment you wear heavy? And, you know, in terms of the sensation, the pulsing sensation, is that something you need to get used to? And that, that's a key thing and uh, the first few sessions for people now <clears throat> some people put it on and they immediately get their heart rate racing and that's brilliant but the experience for most people is they need to take it gradually and easily uh, in the same way as you know you need to learn to walk before you can run but what we find in terms of having it on i have it on now at the moment and uh you probably didn't notice uh what this is i'm just using it at low levels and this is how we recommend a certain group of people to use it, uh, especially if you're not fit initially. Use it at levels where you're comfortable at. In the same way as you could get a, on a station bicycle and, and, and cycle very slowly or cycle very fast. Uh, and we say, you know, start with what you're comfortable at, gradually increase intensity during a session from one session to the next. And then as you get fitter, of course, you'll be able to increase it again. Give me a bit of a rundown of the hardware itself. So we've got a, a control unit, and this is an electronic device, and we attach it. It's controlled from your phone, so you always control the intensity of your exercise. And uh, we've got wraps that go around your legs, just your thighs. 
And we've got electrodes within that. And that's essentially a contact with your skin. And we send tiny impulses, and they are kind of minuscule uh, impulses that trigger the nerves. And then the nerves that uh, we, we target particular types of nerves in a particular pattern in a particular way. And this enables us to trigger the nerves that contract particular muscle and uh, muscle fibers. And these fibers contract and then they naturally relax afterwards. We contract them again, and then you relax muscles. Because we are targeting a particular way, we can uh, even bring in the calf muscles, even though we've no, uh, the wraps are just on your thighs, because the nerve to your calf muscle runs through your upper leg, uh, obviously, so we can target it there. And likewise, we can target your bum or glute muscles uh, as well. And so we can get a kind of full lower body workout uh, by just sending, essentially, we hijack some of these nerves and tell them what to do. And the muscles themselves, they don't realize that the signal didn't come from the brain or the spinal column, that it came from our control unit, because the nerve just sends a signal contract and the muscle then contracts. Is it cumbersome in terms of storage? No, it's tiny. Uh, I was off in uh, Italy there the other day and I just threw it into the, uh, into the case. Uh, I think it's kind of, I don't know, it's maybe a kilogram or so. Uh, so it's really nice. It's, it's part of the reason why they're interested in it for, uh, for space mm-hmm. uh, exploration because it's so light and compact. Uh, I often wear it kind of uh, underneath my clothing. Uh, what we're finding and the feedback we're getting from people is they, they quite often use it during the day in order to kind of build up a large calorie uh, burn as they do in other things, like the way I have it on now as I'm talking to you. At not very high levels, but maybe the equivalent of walking. So for me, walking, it's not much exercise. But I can do four or five hours of this as I'm, you know, at work or walking about the place. Uh, and it really builds up to calorie burn and uh, kind of keeps me fresh during the day. I, I need to do a bit of exercise, otherwise I feel a little bit lethargic. This could be a silly question, but if I wear an Apple Watch or a fitness tracker, what are the metrics that are recorded as a result of wearing and going through a session with Bionic Gym? Well, the uh, so I, I kind of track four or five different things at different stages, but the device itself just exercises you in the same way as you know that you're exercising. You know, you can measure your heart rate by palpation, by feeling it, uh, or you can uh, put on one of these straps. So a lot of people have Apple Watches or whatever, and that will tell them the heart rate. So as you increase intensity, your heart rate will go up. There's a short lag compared to voluntary exercise due to some kind of physiological reasons. Uh, the other things that happen is the ratio of carbon dioxide to oxygen changes as well. So you breathe in oxygen and breathe out carbon dioxide. And with this form of exercise, you breathe out proportionately more carbon dioxide, and we, we can measure that too. Uh, we can measure uh, people's resting heart rate, or, or anybody can measure their own resting heart rate. This is an indication of fitness. And uh, because it's kind of how many times your heart needs to pump as you're just sitting there doing nothing for 15 minutes or whatever. So you rest for 15 minutes, you measure your heart rate, you train the bionic gym, and then you measure your heart rate again. And you'll find that your resting heart rate, it's probably gone down and um, seems to go down quicker than with uh, voluntary exercises. It has been our uh, the information we're, we're getting to date, but we don't have controlled studies on that. 
Mm. The, um, so all, all these different matrices, uh, I was covering my blood glucose uh, levels there for, for uh, two weeks until uh, last week, uh, a continuous blood glucose monitor. So this measures the amount of sugar in your bloodstream. And we all need some sugar in the bloodstream, but it needs to be really tightly controlled. Uh, and when it's not, you get pre-diabetes and then diabetes. And it's the major kind of condition of, of, mo of the modern society, the kind of major illness mm -hmm. as such. And uh, so I was looking at effects of, on blood sugar levels of, of, of our exercise. And it's a really sugar hungry type of exercise, even at low levels, because the way we target a particular type of muscle fibers. And uh, so we could see the kind of blood sugar level kind of go down. And uh, so if I was, I, I drank, say, two cans of Coke uh, at a quarter to nine, I think three, two terraces ago. And uh, I saw the spike in my blood sugar level. Uh, and then I did the exact same, except I had on a gym on at intensity 30. So again, maybe the equivalent of slit of jogging, but not, uh, mm. not running or anything. And I saw the, the, the spike in blood sugar again, the spike was much lower. So the sugar in the can of Coke couldn't quite course through my system in the same destructive way that uh, it often would. Yeah, it's really interesting. And I know I've mentioned him a few times already today, but Pat Fielden's company Limbo is looking at blood glucose levels and informing users what impact food, drink, exercise, sleep and so on has on their bodies. It's just fascinating. And um, tell me, what way does the pricing work for Bionic Gym? So uh, it's available now uh, at bionicgym.com. Uh, there's actually a St. Patrick's Day sale where you can get $125 off. Uh, and it's uh, the basic cost is uh, 649 uh, US dollars. So that's kind of about 600 euros. Um, and then we have a pro version as well, which would be about uh, 100, 100 euros more. Um, so it's on sale now. So check it out. Brilliant stuff. Well, I am delighted to finally have you on the show and I am very excited to see what you do next. Uh, Dr. Louis Crow, thank you so much for joining us here on News Talk. Thanks, Jess. Much appreciated.